Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is April 10th, 2023. Welcome to Fightful. Uh, we've got WDB Raw to review here. We're going to talk about uh, some things that, that happened over the last week, Friday, as I, I did not cover that Friday show. Vince McMahon, uh, Denise Salcedo, not here today. She's a little under the weather. She will be back next week, but uh, you got me for an hour. I don't often do solo shows for reviews, but I wanted to give it a shot, see how it was, see if you guys hated it, see if you guys like it, and as always, we're going to talk about what you guys want to talk about. Leave that thumbs up. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, get your super chats and humper chats in. Some of you might go, what the heck are those, and why would I do that? Uh, YouTube.com slash Fightful. That's where all of our reviews are. Uh, every single weeknight, we're here reviewing Impact, ROH, AEW, WWE, NXT, all that good stuff. And uh, we, we greatly appreciate your support. You can donate a super chat there, get your question or statement right on the air, maybe a talking point, maybe something that we're we're overlooking or something you want a little more attention on. You can also go to humperchats.com and do that. That allows us to keep a little bit more of it as well as uh, it allows you to leave them before we go on the air as well. So for example, if you want to, uh, donate a Humper Chat, and you want a topic on Day After Dynamite, which is Will Washington's review on Thursdays of AEW Dynamite, you can leave that. You can say, hey, this is what show it's for, and our great moderators will help you out there. Uh, thank you to Luis, who is helping us out with that. And as always, FightfulSelect.com is an even better way to support us. Just $5 a month gets you exclusive news, uh, a significant portion of it that's being broken, is from FightfulSelect.com. You get great accuracy on that one. It's sent straight to your phone or email or both. And you get up to 40 shows per month on there as well for the most inexpensive priced uh, service of that kind in existence. Let's go ahead and get into the show. Tamala Padgett says, Raw is so much better when Vince isn't there. Two laughing emojis. So <clears throat> let me tell you guys this weird conversation I had last week. And I've alluded to it on Twitter and people thought I was joking. I said, is Vince going to be at SmackDown? Is he going to be at an Eagles concert? Tune in and find out. I think he was legitimately at an Eagles concert. I think there's a real 
possibility he was at an Eagles concert and this was planned ahead of time. So somebody hit me up and they're like, hey, I know this is weird. Vince is going to an Eagles concert Friday. And I'm like, huh? I get a call from someone in WWE Thursday. They're like, what do you know? And I said, well, I know this sounds weird, but just throwing this out there, somebody dropped me a message and said he was going to an Eagles concert. And they were like, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because he did go to one like nine months ago. And I don't know if a lot of people know that. You never know. I can't firmly say Vince was taking it easy. I can't say if he he didn't want to check out of the Hotel California. Hell, I don't know. I don't know if those are even Eagles songs. No idea. But he wasn't at SmackDown. He wasn't at Raw as well. Tim says, were there really travel issues for the talent, or was that how Vince got control again? There were uh, travel issues. There were several travel issues. But as FightfulSelected.com reported tonight, there were a lot of changes here. Uh, Miz versus Riddle didn't happen. Sammy got uh, moved from some stuff as well. Uh, you know, all all that. But um, we also had, I think Bianca was supposed to be there. There, there were a lot of issues in relation to that. But what, what are you going to? I mean, I'm sure there were still some some Vince changes. There were also some people, uh, as FightfulSelect.com reported, that were just told you're not needed after they landed. In Seattle. Hmm. All right. I'll find out more about that. SAS mentions no Roman again. Says, with Roman still being champion, what do you do with money in the bank? Does Cody win it and challenge Roman at SummerSlam? Maybe he loses the match like at Mania, and he cashes in right away and beats him. I really thought Mania was the spot, but I mean... I do think that there's some heat associated or or possible with Roman not being there, Cody winning Money in the Bank and saying, I'm going to make the guy show up. I'm going to make him do that. Elvis said, it's my birthday. Have some money on me. Well, happy birthday, and thank you so much. I hope you have an awesome birthday. Uh, we're glad that, that you're spending it with us. Lee Butler says, Alfred the Clown. Listen, I ain't giving that dude any real estate on my shows. If he wants that, he can pay for an ad like everybody else. Big thank you to Adrian Wells, who sent in a, a super sticker, which we can't pull up here on the air. It, it doesn't let us, but uh, he's been super awesome to us. Adrian, if uh, you have something that you want said or, or asked on the air, uh, in addition to gifting your membership, let Luis know and, and we'll, we'll get it on here, but we appreciate it. you've been awesome to us. We got uh, what's the percentage wood saying it's amazing. Triple H's team did a better job of rewriting the show an hour before it starts with half the roster than Vince did last week with the full roster from both shows. So that was also one of the things that I was interested in. You know, there, there were people like I know Dave was reporting earlier this afternoon that, that Vince wasn't there. And in my mind, I'm like, well, the dude showed up at like 6.45 or 7 Eastern last week and tore up the script. In my report on FightfulSelect.com, a WWE wrestler called him like an 80-year-old Tasmanian devil who shows up spinning around, eating scripts and shit, and then changes the whole show. Well, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, 
play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ray Mysterio kicks off this show. Boy, how, how quickly... Did Ray go from I don't want to fight my son to beating my kid as my hobby? Damn. Damn. Well, this show absolutely happened and Ray Mysterio kicked it off. But Ray is out there interrupted by Dominic. Dominic's still getting that heat, right? Like he's still doing really, really well with that, despite the loss to Ray. Like I felt like even if Dominic won, the obnoxious the obnoxious elements of Dominic could have really, really worked, but he got that heat back almost immediately. Like he's just so good at it. And the crowd really hates him. And I think they like watching him get beat up. Like, I think he just, I think that he's just really good. He's got that type of heat so far. It's not go away. heat. like, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. Dom's daddy issue says, keep my name or keep your name out of my, your mouth. Yeah, that was funny. That was very funny. Says, I hope Bunny sticks his nose out of the Judgment Day's business. Dom is tripping, must not get it, be getting his fix because Mommy is more focused on the championship than she is Dominic. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he's fumbling in some of those lines, right? It, put your name out of your ma- mouth. Oh, man, damn it. Somebody says Honky Tonk Man Heat. That's what it is. And Honky Tonk Man, even though I didn't like him as a performer, did get that heat so right now you got to capitalize on the heat that dominic is getting 
And that's what happened. And he said, you know what? You're, you're not going to face me. I'm not going to give you a rematch. But I got Finn Balor right here. Finn Balor, who, like, what, eight days ago, had a giant gash in his head, said that he was wrestling with a partially torn calf. I didn't think we were going to see him for a little bit. Then he beats Ray with the help of Dom. Damn, man. Good for Balor is all I can say. And and he des- he deserved a win. He deserved uh, some sort of protection, some sort of push for the fact that he's even out there working now, much less that he showed up to work. Like, he's out there working, right? Like, he's out there doing the thing. And if you would have told me, well, he's going to be off for a month to heal up from that cut and the calf thing, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I get it. Safety first. He and Ray had a pretty good match. Balor ends up winning. I think that works here because you're clearly setting up Ray and Bad Bunny against Damian Priest and Dominic, and that will be a a prime opportunity for all of those involved. I love the Damian Priest elements of this. Really, really love it. I thought this was pretty good stuff. Of course, Dominic stumbles, but because he gets that heat, I give it a little bit more of a leash there because... To, to me, it's one of those things where it's okay to clown him for stumbling over that stuff if you're a fan because that's that's a part of a lot of it, right? <clears throat> Mr. Acosta says, if you need another Latino co- co-host, I got you, SRS. I appreciate that. Jonathan Hedman says, writing this before I see Raw, it's my birthday. My wish is that Raw didn't suck. Anyway, love the show. Keep on kicking butt. Well, happy birthday to you, too. It was all right. There were some stuff that were interesting on, on the show. I guess we'll see how it all plays out, but let's talk about something that I did enjoy on the show. Lita gets attacked backstage. You got Liv and Raquel sort of discovering this, right? And we don't know who did it yet. I'm sure Trish might be revealed eventually, but we don't know who did it. FightfulSelect.com, easy plug, uh, reported tonight that Trish would be teaming with Becky Lynch. Well, that's what we got because Trish stepped up, teamed with Becky, and boy, did Becky workhorse this damn match. Now, I just want to say, Liv and Raquel did great as well, but Becky workhorsed that. Trish you know, got her spots in, did her stuff, but Becky was out here working her ass off, carrying the load for that team. And Becky Lynch has done the best work, I think, of her career since she came back from having a child, is traveling on the road every single week with her child. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Um, I thought that I thought that this and the Bronson Reed Lashley match were the the right kind of I, the right kind I don't want to say sloppy but the right type of you know all over the place type of thing that's what I was looking at in, in these matches and Becky just just went off she did great Liv Morgan in the past since summer has won money in the bank has won the women's title did her feud with Rousey wasn't good But she went coast-to-coast in the Rumble, won the women's tag team titles. Good on her. She is incredibly dedicated. 
uh, a few years ago when I did a story about who was working to improve during the pandemic. So many people said Liv Morgan. So many people. So many. Uh, I think that Liv and Raquel are a, a nice team to have there. If they're not going to be involved in singles feuds, then by, by all means, please do this feud. Or, or please do this team. Please get them going. Please add some more teams. Add some depth. We don't have any damn idea what's going on with the draft right now. And even, even if we do, it's going to change on a dime. All kinds of stuff. Just up in the air, in flux. Don't know if, like, maybe they they split up damage control. Well, that's one less team. We don't know what's up with Carmella. There was no Chelsea Green tonight. What's up with her team? Well, then after the match, which, by the way, Liv Morgan pinned Trish Strata. That's another feather in her cap, right? You've got Becky, and, she like, they have a bit of a disagreement. Like, they 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 do it a little bit. But Becky's trying to say, you know what? It's okay. You did your best. You were there for me. Probably wouldn't have got this far without you. Then Trish turns on Becky Lynch. Wow. Uh, somebody says Chelsea injured. That's that's true. She was she was in the hospital uh, the other day. Uh, talked to Matt Cardona. He said she was doing fine uh, this past weekend. That's good to hear. Uh, but, but probably best to keep her off the show tonight. Also, you got Ronda and Shayna over on SmackDown, but I want more than two teams at a time. Trish turns on Becky. This is what we had speculated for a long time. Not just we, fans, everybody. It was kind of out there. I feel like Worked Wrestling may have may have originally put that out there, but uh, it's something that we, we said that we thought was coming. We thought it was coming even sooner than what it did. Mr. Acosta says, is SummerSlam too far out for Becky versus Trish? Possibly. I, I don't think you want to wait four months to do that. Unless. Unless you end up doing something where Trish comes and goes and costs Becky matches along the way. But then again, you're, you're kind of waiting on that to happen for, for quite a while. And you don't necessarily want to do it at a time where nobody cares about it anymore. KE775 says. Is Trish Becky go really going all the way to SummerSlam as others have reported? Seems like a long feud. I'm not. I, I'm not convinced that the match won't take place till then. Like maybe they end up just extending it that that far based on the programs, the stories, and and whatnot. Ke seven seven five says pleasantly surprised they didn't just beat Bronson. He went toe to toe with Lashley. Oh boy, I can't wait to talk about that. Says any draft guesses? I suspect they switch Becky and Charlotte. Maybe cross to Raw. There, I mean, there's a lot of people that need switch, but what they've had the bad habit of doing in the last time was that they switched so many people that it really didn't matter. A lot of the same people ended up on the same brands. SAS says, do you think Triple H announced the draft as a way to make up for Raw after Mania? Seemed kind of odd that he really hyped it up without giving any specific dates. There weren't any specific dates, and we had a report on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business right there, about that. A lot of talent didn't know. There were some talent that did know. There were there were some of those that, that, definitely, uh, that definitely were clued in, but there were, I talked to one person on SmackDown who said they announced it. I'm like, yeah, live on the air. What? A, that's how far removed some of it was for people. 
in the company. Uh, but a lot of people had rumblings, as we had reported a few hours before that. Uh, they they believed it would come after Mania. Wrestling ba- Breakdown says, Thought Raw was quite a bit better this week. Not much outside the ring, but the in-ring competition was solid. Any word on how exaggerated, if any, the travel delays were? I'll find out more on that for sure, but there were definitely some people that... <clears throat> definitely some people that were just told, we don't need you this weekend or this week. Matt Scales, big thank you for the generous donation, says, Hey, Sean, thanks for all the work. Don't let the idiots on Twitter get you down. None of them would be able to do your job if they tried. Well, thank you for that. That means a lot. Uh, I am always looking to focus more on the positive than the negative, uh, but uh, I'll save talk about that for a completely different show that isn't about wrestling. It says, question, who do you think are the favorites for Money in the Bank? Hmm. Men's side, probably Cody already. Like Cody, probably to get that title shot. Women's, I would I would do a brand new talent. I would do a call up. So whoever gets called up, uh, have one of those do it. So I would I would definitely definitely look at one of them as because you need to you need to add a brand new name there. Seth doing it would also add a lot. Uh, somebody saying EO for the women, but she just got a title shot. So I don't know about that. Let me tell you all about something that I liked. Oh boy. Bobby Lashley, Bronson Reed. Sirloin beef, sons of bitches doing their damn thing. This was sloppy in the most fantastic of ways. Just the, the best of ways. There was, you know, like the Fez press, stuff like that. That was like <laughs> Bronson bounced off of him a little bit. There was the slam dunk from Bobby Lashley, which is where he, he does like the, the high elevation spine buster. Who the hell thought he was doing that to Bronson Reed? Like, I know he's a strong dude, but I did not expect that to happen. I thought it was a double. I thought it was a DQ or something, but it ended, I guess, double count out. This is great. This is what I want. If you guys have watched this show for any extended period of time, you've probably heard me mention of a specific storyline that I really loved the start of when I was a kid. And I encourage you guys to go back and watch it. Savio Vega, Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is when Stone Cold Steve Austin was just coming out of the ringmaster. He even still still had Ted DiBiase with him. And they had a cold match on Monday Night Raw in early 96. And you were starting to see that change in Steve Austin and Savio Vega had he'd been around a little bit. He had he had some a bit of a push over that previous year. But they went in cold and they just started to beat the living snot out of each other and it went to like a no contest, a double count out and they just couldn't be around each other. They fought all the time. That's what I want to see from Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. I want to see Peter Griffin versus the Chicken. I want to see these two completely unable to be within an arm's length of each other, uh, much less you know the building. They can't be in the same building together without having to be separated. They fight all the time. You cut backstage, they're fighting. Mid-fight, cameras catch them. They're at media events, they're fighting. To the point to where Adam Pierce is like, I can't. 
have you guys on the same show. I can't have you guys in the same place. I can't do it. I thought they both killed it. And obviously, Bronson Reed, uh, you know, Vince McMahon is not the biggest fan of him. And you can say, how do you know that? Well, because they got several looks at Bronson Reed when he was in WWE. They got several main roster looks at him. And not only did they not call him up, they outright released him. Specifically, Vince McMahon outright released him. Because if Vince doesn't want somebody released, guess what? It ain't happening. But uh, I think they, I'm trying to think of all the looks they got at him. I know he was on main event against Gulak, and I know he did a Friday night SmackDown against Rude. But they they got those looks at him, and they and Vince just decided, nope. I don't know how you can take a look at him and the way he's been booked now and not see some potential there. And I, I just think that despite the, you know, the crowd's quiet right now, the crowd's quiet right now, but I had always been told that the goal with Triple H was every time they come back to a building, this person's more over and more over and more over. Sean Garner says Caden Carter tweeted that her and Katana want a shot at Liv and Raquel. They should probably be up. I wouldn't have been surprised if they got called up two years ago. Eloquent says, random, what do you think of Sonata beating Okada? I love it. Sonata finished his story, right? There was a while in New Japan I had lost confidence in their booking. Pandemic stuff. And outside of the great work that the talent was doing, it was a depressing show to watch because, you know, they didn't have crowds for a long time. But then when they did, you they couldn't make noise. So I was like, oh, my God, this is it's just not fun to watch. And I'm used to quiet Japanese crowds. Hey, if you watch what I did this weekend, I'm, I'm used to quiet crowds in general. But it was just, it was a bummer, man. It, it was a bummer to watch, and some of the booking decisions weren't good. This one was a good-ass booking decision and a fantastic story. Loved it. Loved it. Reminder, guys, get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. Paul Heyman interview. He was asked about Brock. Disregarded again. Promoted the main event. Talked about Sammy and Riddle not being there. We had the Cody and Brock video. And then we had the Cody promo. One of my favorite things about this promo was he talked about how embarrassed he was. He was supposed to finish his story. But he was lying there surrounded by... Was it 80,000 people? However, however many thousand people were there and a rubber chicken. He was humiliated. Somebody had thrown a rubber chicken next to his head. And yes, he wants to win that title, but he also wants to fight Brock Lesnar. And he wants to fight Brock Lesnar at what he called WrestleMania backlash. And that's all I got tweets about when I, when I posted the, the Brock Cody challenge was he said WrestleMania backlash. He said WrestleMania backlash. He said WrestleMania backlash. I don't, I don't know. Was it a Vince thing? I, hell, I don't know. I'm working to find out, but don't have any more details on that one. But yeah, he said WrestleMania backlash. Brendan says, Seth, for money in the bank, Cody wins King of the Ring for a title shot at SummerSlam. Yeah, I don't want to see Roman lose in the capacity in which it's like a surprise or a sneak or something like that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to see that. Don't want that to 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 happen. He's got to be he's got to be beaten soundly. Anirudd says 
What's the internal defense for Cody losing? Stories have stagnated uh, for it, and merch is on fire. Were they never letting the AEW guy beat Reigns? I, I can tell you there were definitely some people in the company that felt like the guy that left and came back shouldn't have beaten Reigns, but most of the people were like, mm, nope, that should have happened. That should have happened. Mr. Acosta says, need Cody to look like Cena after two... 2012 extreme rules. He needs to beat Brock. He needs to beat Brock. And this is another thing we had reported on select man. They had planned this a month ahead. Now, when I say that, I mean, I guarantee you Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar, triple H and Vince knew this creative a month ago. I don't know about Cody. It's hard for me to say. I do not know, but uh, Brock knew his direction a month ago and there were little hints of it. Like Brock avoiding confrontation, with Omos, they were planting those seeds. I was told that specifically. What's the percentage? Wood says they need to give Cody money in the bank to make up for that year. He didn't win it when he should have. The year Sandow won. Man, honestly, I looked back. I looked all the way back at Cody Rhodes as dashing Cody Rhodes. And I thought he was I thought he was a main eventer. I thought he was gonna do it. I I looked at that era and I saw Wade Barrett. I thought Jack Swagger had more potential than what a lot of people did. Uh, Ryback even at points. Like they had some guys that seemed like they were next by WWE style. And they just, meh, who cares, right? Who cares? Also, one of the greatest lines of that era was Cody Rhodes. I think it was at TLC. And he's like, he's got his mask on and he goes, these people are clearly suffering from IJS. Irritable jowl syndrome that shit was so good it was so good <clears throat> get in your super chats get in your humper chats we're already heading down the home stretch guys we got like what a few more segments left maybe this is what happens when denise can't sit on here and flap her gums but seriously we hope that she gets better uh but uh leave a thumbs up on this video we would greatly appreciate that uh, tell us what your favorite things about the show were, your least favorite things, what you're expecting from the draft, what you want to know about, all that good stuff. I'll tell you one thing. NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to be there to help you. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Four additional months free, a 30-day money-back guarantee. Fastest VPN in the world. Change your virtual location with just one click with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. This past weekend, I bought that UFC pay-per-view at a much more reduced price. Got to see a great show, and uh, I'm buying it on overseas prices thanks to nordvpn.com slash Fightful. A good VPN service provides you a secure, encrypted tunnel for online traffic to flow. Nobody can see through that tunnel. They can't get your hands or their hands on your online data. Find your real IP address or location. NordVPN is the best VPN if you're looking for peace of mind when on public Wi-Fi, like at the airport, like at a restaurant, like at the hotel or a venue. Securely access your personal information or work files, encrypt your internet connection, keep your browsing history and online identity private. Enjoy online privacy and security with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can see all their features over at their site. Dark web monitor, dedicated IPs, mesh net, threat protection. Hide your IP on the fastest VPN. Get global coverage, 24-7 tech support. 
Check it out, my friends. Also, they got like three great tiers for you guys to choose from. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Love them. They're so good to us. Uh, they're they're one of our top sponsors. They've been one of our, our best sponsors for a long time. So check them out. Show them some love. Matt Scales says, has there been any update on Big E? Uh, he was supposed to get a checkup at the one-year mark. That one-year mark has passed. He claims that he has not gotten that one-year checkup. I can tell you anytime that I've spoken with him, he's been in great spirits. I can tell you that anytime I see him, he is absolutely friggin' jacked. This dude is absolutely yoked. He looks like you plop him down in a ring and go, but I can tell you from personal experience, broken neck, nothing to play with, don't want to toy around with that. You want to make sure that you're all right. You don't want to go uh, end even like even remotely too early. Like you you don't want to even let that be a possibility with a broken neck history. Absolutely not. Pardon me. What's the percentage would says, do you think it's possible? Nick Aldis isn't in a hurry. Man, I choked on water and I don't have a co-host. Usually Denise would just talk through this. Do you think it's possible that Nick Aldis isn't in a hurry to sign elsewhere? Cause he's waiting to see how the hiring freeze plays out with WWE. <clears throat> said he would like to go there. So he is absolutely a byproduct of that that hiring freeze, which we reported on FightfulSelect.com last week. I was told in January there was contact made and that Aldous was told, Triple H likes you. We'd like to bring you in. But some stuff is in flux right now. That sucks because that guy went through an awful lot. He uh, <clears throat> he left the NWA where he was valued, but also there was some disrespect levied there. And I think it's probably best that he's not in a hurry to sign anywhere because I think he would be one of those signings that happens. I think you want a Nick Aldis. I think he'd be good for NXT or WWE. I think he'd be good for you to pop up on NXT and you have him specifically work with a lot of those, those talent there because he can get a run there. Some people will tune in to see it. People will get better working with him. And I'm talking like a short run. I'm talking like a few months of a run. Then you bring him up to the main roster. Just, just, you know, just to acclimate him to WWE type of stuff. He's worked on TV all over the place. So that ain't going to be a challenge for him. But also, I think there's a lot of people that could benefit from working with a guy who is a veteran, but also got put in a lot of spots really, really early and gained some criticism and then <clears throat> overcame that criticism and just did good work. And how to deal with that. I think that he would be very, very valuable in that regard. And he's... Who knows if he's even approached his physical prime yet? He's in his mid-30s. Buck's Basement says, Asuka loses at Mania. Now she's not even on the show. This company does Asuka so dirty. It's her contract up because she should leave. <clears throat> Again, I, this is one of those things that's almost like COVID era where I'm like, 
I don't know what their plans were for her. I don't know if they had plans to have her on the show and maybe she couldn't make it or made it late. I'll see what I can find out. But the the thing about Asuka is no matter how good they book Asuka, they could always book her better because she's that good. Just mass does wrestling says was the mania backlash line a mistake we assume. I'll find out, but I think so. The mayor Pete says wrestling has more than one royal family. King, Cody Rhodes, or give it to King Cuerno. Great interview. Uh, really love that interview with Legato LWO. Um, that is, I, I, I have to say, that was probably one of the more flattering interviews I've ever done. It was, uh, it, it meant a lot to me for Santos Escobar to say those nice things about me. Like he, he waited until we went on on camera to say those things. And that meant a lot because I've covered his career for nearly a decade uh, since Lucha Underground days. And that, that was, that was a very special moment for me. So uh, I was, I was really honored by that. That was very, very cool. Uh, check out that interview here on youtube.com slash Fightful. I'm dropping Deanna Perrazzo and Steve Macklin together uh, Tuesday. They both have title matches this week on Impact Rebellion. But we've got a bunch of interviews. We got Joel Pearl interviewing Matt Cardona. We got Joel Pearl interviewing Natalia. We have Lars Fredrickson and Dennis Farrell interviewing Stevie Ray. I spoke to LWO. I spoke to Bianca and Charlotte ahead of WrestleMania. And we just got a ton more coming, man. Like a, a bunch. Don't sleep on that wrestling perspective podcast, guys. Like they got great stuff all the time on that show. They they get really, really good guests. And of course, Scott Edwards killing it with the Joshi stuff as well. Just really good stuff. I mean, we have had more interviews than ever. <clears throat> thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Greatly appreciate them making that happen. Uh, somebody says a legato of the LWO, or they just called the LWO now. It goes back and forth internally. <clears throat> just Mass says, thanks, Sean. Hi from Leechfield. I don't know where that is, but hi. Thanks for joining us. <clears throat> KE775 says, do you think that Roxanne is drafted? Or do they have her reclaim the NXT title? I'm torn on that. I think she could come up and she'd be fine. She'd be ready. I think that working with somebody like Bailey would help her an awful lot. She's got it all in the ring. Shawn Michaels sure loves booking her, though. <clears throat> Shawn Michaels likes her a lot. Likes booking her, from what I understand. So, uh, but but also he knows that he's the John Calipari, right? Sometimes he's got to get them ready for the main roster, even at the expense of the current team that he's coaching for. Anthony says, is it safe to say Vince McMahon show was a one-off thing? Because this felt like it was back to a Triple H show. I don't think it is safe to say that. He had prior plans on Friday. There were a bunch of travel issues today. You just never know. That guy could just stroll through at any time. I do think he'll get voted out of his position very early if he forces his way back in. I think that if he if he keeps his head down, does like maybe some high level consulting or something like that, that Ari Emanuel's side of things on the board won't vote him out early. But if he forces his way back into creative and does stuff like he did last week to the point of pissing off talent, well, I don't think that, that would be worth the headache. Usos defeat Alpha Academy. This was a slapper. This was good. Chad Gable, Otis killing it. Over his baby faces with this audience. 
against the Usos. Chad Gable was going crazy. Otis is such a great compliment. Like, listen, I'll always be an American Alpha guy, but holy crap, man. They they just, like, this made me want to see them more and longer as baby faces. This made me want to see more of, of a, a, of a good guy run for for these guys like the thank you will get over chad gable going 100 miles an hour otis is hilarious otis playing you know doing the big man stuff just phenomenal and the usos working without the tag titles still getting incredible heat still getting great heat they got the win too but you've got Chad Gable, you know, kind of battling within maximum male models. So we might see something there. I would love to see Otis firmly choose Gable over maximum male models. And and you guys are talking about how funny and charismatic he is. I cannot possibly explain in person how charismatic and quick he is. So... Because of it, because of his look, he's going to get comparisons to Chris Farley. But that is legitimately the comparison I can make from an attitude perspective. He's very funny. He's very sharp. He's very quick. He's educated. He's uh, you know plus he's super strong. He's got amateur wrestling experience. He's got those physical gifts, a different kind of look, a special type of charisma and humor. He's got it, man. Chad Gable picking it up more and more and more. I just I just love these guys and I want to see them as good guys. <clears throat> What's the percentage Wood says? We heard Endeavor let a bunch of good fighters go over money, so that had me worried about WWE. Do you think them owning all of UFC at the time was uh, as opposed to 51% of WWE could be a difference? Not really because UFC wasn't a public company. Uh WWE is and they wanted to keep it that way. So that's that's ultimately what this is is a 51% to you know shareholders thing. However, like they let Francis Ngannou go and then we've heard Francis like bare knuckle even was like Francis Ngannou's got to come back down to earth with with this money stuff. So I, I'm going to say 9 times out of 10, I agree with the fighters that that they should be paid, but you haven't seen anybody like book Francis Ngannou yet for the money that he wants. So I, I look at that and I'm like, okay, well maybe in this particular situation, there's, there's more context that I need before I, you know, wag my finger at, at UFC. Mike says with Cody mentioning him, any word on Matt Cardona signing with WWE? <clears throat> he told me this weekend that he's doing fine. <laughs> Not to try to put him out there, but I was like, hmm, what do, you, what do you think? And he was like, I'm doing all right. I'm liking what I'm doing. Raphael says, has anyone asked if it's a conflict of interest for WME to rep wrestlers like Bianca and own WWE? Has that come up? It has come up. I've talked to a few people like about it. There are some people that are excited about the, the possibility of being repped by Endeavor and the company owned as well, uh, at least for outside opportunities. However, um, whenever you look at that and you say, 
well, are they are they going to negotiate against themselves within the company? Like I can tell you guys that a lot of people who have their contract info leaked end up benefiting from that. But like WME knows what they're angling for and know what they're paying people. So I that creates a, a significant conflict, Raphael. I agree. Like, how can you sit there and look at WME repping a person like Bianca? and fairly going to WWE. Is there going to be parity there? Is going to be difference there? <clears throat> Big Man Griff says, good to see Raw back on track. Need something good after the mindlessness that happened in Louisville today. Hug your family tight. Definitely sending uh, my love to those in Louisville. It was a horrible day for our state, and that stuff is mindless and terrible and not just... Not good. It's heartbreaking. We had the damage control segment. Bailey emerged out of Adam Pierce's office and seemed very excited that she got a an opportunity at a top contender match. And Dakota said, "Well, what about us?" And Bailey said, "Okay, I'll see if one of you guys can fill in." And EO did. Connor says EO versus Bianca is going to be a banger. Vicky says, uh, which by the way, I completely agree with. Uh, it's going to be a banger. Says EO versus Asuka feud. I think down the line for sure. Also, you know how WWE does things. They love to pair people from the same company together in a team. But I think EO is about to emerge. They need to help develop a new contender. And the the way that she performed against Becky, look, we, we all knew that she could do that, right? We, we all knew that. But having that type of performance only helps. It only serves to help and do good. She had a, a good scratch under her chin from that match too when I interviewed her. But EO's opportunity is right now, and like I think that she and Bianca should have a main event on Raw. Like go 20 minutes, pay-per-view quality. Unless it's going to happen a Backlash, then do it there. But I, I think that this is her opportunity to prove herself as a singles and create some conflict within damage control, whether they overcome it or not. I think that's a good opportunity. Uh, Asuka needs to be doing something. Just something. I don't want to see her stagnant or move her in the draft. KE775 says, EO Piper, Mia looked fantastic. Now keep their momentum, WWE. Yeah, unfortunately, Mia was a victim of AJ getting hurt as well, right? Like, And, and Adrian says, EO is awesome. Uh, yeah, she is, but Mia was a victim of AJ Styles getting hurt because it brought the OC, the club, whatever the hell you want to call them, to a screeching halt, and that sucks. That's unfortunate, but she got put in a good position here after, you know, last week Piper Niven got pulled from the show. We still had no Candice LeRae. There was no Johnny Gargano on this show. There were a ton of people that were not on this show. No Mustafa Ali. There were just a, a wealth of people that weren't used. I'm hoping we see Mia used more. I'm hoping we see Piper Niven used more. I want to see like more of that if possible because we need some some differing faces on there. We need some fresh faces on there. We don't need it to be the same same people all the time. And I love that they got put in this top contender match. Uh, I can't tell you whether or not these people won or lost their matches prior. Somebody says EO, not EO. Uh, buddy, it's the same. Unless you're you're talking to people how people are spelling it. I was like, 
think it, I think it's pronounced the same way, friend. <laughs> KO interview backstage. He says he's going to keep fighting. Sami Zayn's not there tonight. But Solo Sokoa ended up beating Kevin Owens. Caden says, stop pinning champions. Okay, I don't have as much of a problem with a tag team champion getting pinned. Uh, about four or five months ago, the Usos got pinned, and I was like, man, what the hell are we doing here? And people are like, eh, what's it matter? What's it matter? Well, when you've got the two-on-two champions who are supposed to be the best at two-on-two matches getting pinned ten times while they're champions in two-on-two matches, that's frustrating to me. If Gunther, if Bianca, if any world champion singles got pinned ten times while being that champion, I'd be like, why the hell are they that champion? This was a one-on-one match, not a two-on-two match. But uh, I don't have as much of a problem with that and with the circumstances. I don't like the circumstances surrounding it. But because of those circumstances, I, I see why they pinned Kevin Owens. I'm so over the bloodline interference thing all the time, man. All the time. Amy Vander Hayden. Big thank you for uh, her first ever super chat. Says, did travel issues impact Sammy or R- and Riddle, or do they work that into the story tonight? Hi from Lexington. Well, hi. I think you're you're local to me, so hi. Great to meet you. But Sammy was scheduled for the show. Riddle was scheduled for a match, and they were not on the rundown. So I I would assume so. That's as far as I had heard was that those got cut as a result of that. I think Sammy was supposed to face solo or was supposed to have something uh, bigger. Riddle had been brought in. They brought a scooter in and all that stuff. But I think that it was, I think it was travel, but don't quote me on that. I don't know that for sure. Uh, I'm still working to, to, to find out a little bit more on that one. But I thought that Kevin Owens sold that leg amazingly to lead, lead to the finish. The day that we had somebody saying, that eh, limb works overrated. Well, guess what? The limb led to the finish. His leg gave out, and he sold it great on that pop-up power bomb too. Just fantastic. Had a great swanton per usual. It's Kevin Owens, and Solo keeps working with somebody that is very experienced and will make him better. I'm just so over the interference stuff. So over it. So I guess we're made to believe that Riddle and Zayn just got there from the airport. Just got them, just got there, and and they're, then they're making the big save, right? Then they're doing it. All right, okay, sure, fine. Burying the ref every time with these bloodline things. Uh, thank you to to uh, Challen, greatly appreciate it. Um, but It makes the refs look really, really dumb after all this time that they still have not caught on to the bloodline stuff, that they're not smart to it, that, that Adam Pierce doesn't have an extra ref around, that he's not taking action for this. It just makes authority and the refs look dumb at this point after these all these years. Just makes them look really, really ignorant. And I'm like, why? Always. Why haven't they done anything within the context of kayfabe? Doesn't make sense to me. Match was good, though. A Stag says, 
Solo uh, could win money in the bank and use it to protect Roman, always down for a new use of the briefcase. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Uh, what I ask of both briefcases are don't burn them that night. That is overdone. That is way overdone. I'm going to pull this up. There have been zero women since Carmella that have held that money in the bank briefcase for longer than uh, a full day. You know, one, uh, not two nights. Everybody cashes it in the night or the night after. Woof. Theory held on to his a little bit. Biggie held on to his a little bit. Otis lost his. Brock Lesnar gave his up way too early. They they objectively fumbled theory. Fumbled it. Otis to Miz fumbled. Brock Lesnar's fumbled. Braun Strowman's fumbled. Baron Corbin fumbled. I can't even remember Dean Ambrose. What was it? That night? Probably that night, right? I can't remember. I mean, Sheamus cashed his in. Bad decision back then. The last really, really great, satisfying Money in the Bank run. Big E was good. Seth Rollins was good. They've got to do better. Got to do better. Luis, uh, our great moderators, let us know that it was the first uh, night of cash-in. Heartless says, any knowledge of Vince running the show tonight? Heard Becky say the local medical facility line. I heard that too. Uh, I just I, I haven't heard of anything other than him doing some like consulting changes to it, but I like I haven't heard that he's got a big hand in it. I'll find out if he does though. For certain, we'll find out if he does. Tell you what else I got coming to FightfulSelect.com this week. CM Punk news. FightfulSelect.com this week. Uh, got some contract news. Maybe maybe a bit of it actually. FightfulSelect.com this week. Just $5. You know what else we got coming this week? The Strong Style Podcast, or Select Style Podcast. The uh, Japanese wrestling podcast that Scott Edwards does. We got the Weekender podcast. So all of you that say, hey, why don't you cover this, 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 and this? Steven Jensen does. This week he had Caden on the air to, to cover a lot of the stuff from last week. Two Sour Graps reviews, uh, Raw and SmackDown. I've got a Q&A every week. Graps that he does one every other week. I do the Backstage Report podcast, which is like our weekly in-review and my opinions on some of those news. We got that. It's more than just breaking news, which we also do twice a day at least. Well, we got a bunch of shows over there as well. We got early access tiers. We got early notes on our, our interviews and all that. We got a lot coming to FightfulSelect.com. CEO says sour graps that a sprint time. They're they're already off the air, buddy. I went fifty minutes, and I thought that I thought it was short. They went forty seven minutes. Damn man, unbelievable, unbelievable. Boxcar Racer says, in my opinion, Dean was great. That Money in the Bank pay-per-view, all three members of the Shield held the title at one point. Yeah, they did. Um, that that was that is pretty cool. I that was that was very cool. So I mean, that one probably a win or two. But as far as like extended satisfying things, 
They haven't done that in a while. What's the percentage? Wood says two questions. Number one, what percentage did you see Drew McIntyre staying in WWE? And two, what's the next wrestler you could see going from WWE to AEW or vice versa? Um, I think it's 75% that Drew stays. But again, then again, in January and February, I thought it was 70% that Jay White went to WWE. Who could I see jump from WWE to AEW and vice versa? I think Mustafa Ali could jump whenever his deal's up. Lots of people coming up next year. I'll have more on that on Fightful Select. Um, I don't know whose deals are up in in AEW. I think they're going to re-sign most of their key cogs. Like, you know, like I think they're going to keep Omega and the Bucks and all those guys. I think they're going to be able to retain them. I, you know, I don't think CM Punk is that much of an impossibility if – for some reason, it didn't end up working out with AEW. Maybe we'll have more on that on FIFAselect.com this week. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. Uh, even though she's not here, please follow Denise. I want to thank you. Thank those of you who had great things to say about the Black Label Pro performance and appearance. And even those of you who uh, playfully roasted the lack of crowd reaction. I love all of you guys. Going to have some fun this year. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. FightfulSelect.com. Until next time, we're out.